Oh, hey, welcome to How Creatives Work, the down-to-earth podcast for conversations about what creative work really is and how to tend to your well-being as a creator. I am your host, Anders Talvik, your friendly freelancing visual designer in Amsterdam, and I'm having conversations with fellow creatives about how they work and what they do to make sure that work stays healthy and inspiring. In this episode, I'm chatting with Doreen Voltin, a Martinique-based 3D artist. A note before we begin today. We both have experienced burnout, and our conversation includes descriptions of physical and psychological symptoms of that. It's a really important topic, but I wanted to let you know in case that's something you're not in the headspace to take in at the moment. But that's not all we talk about. We get into time management, roller skating, journaling, and much more. Some great resources in the show notes today as well. And with that, let's dive right on in. We'll just hop right into it. So uh, welcome to the podcast. As usual, I'm going to go ahead and ask my guests to introduce themselves. So who are you? Hello. So I'm Doreen. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm a French creative from a tiny island in the Caribbean called Martinique. Um, I've always been interested in telling stories and that's how I ended up in advertising. I thought it would be a good way to, to tell them through commercials and all the storytelling that goes with it. And, uh, now I'm shifting my career after six years of being an art director and I'm exploring 3D design and, uh, yes, that's where I'm at now. Great. That's a, that's a good introduction. Thank you. Um, (laughs) And a little uh, note immediately that you created a music video in 3D. Oh. <laughs> how yeah, how uh, was that? I, it was extremely challenging, <laughs> uh, to be honest, because um, as I said, I recently switched, so I don't know much about it. I'm a true beginner and I'm only learning through YouTube. I recently bought a course, so I have no proper training. And it's something really specific where you have to know a lot about different aspects of yeah. uh, creating a scene, I would say, because uh, you have, um, you you starting from something that is super blank, you have to, to model, you have to texture, you have to light up a scene, you have to do so many different stuff that it's, and I, I didn't know because I never did this before. So I didn't know it was so, so dense. Um, so I had to do everything by myself. Uh, starting with storyboarding, um, I mean, coming up with a story, storyboarding, then building. And so it was a very long process. It took me about four months. But as I, as I said um, online, I'm really happy I did this because I threw myself into a big, big, giant project instead of just doing a tiny illustration to start off. Yeah. And it helped me to actually realize it's something I really enjoy doing. And I'm now super happy about um, the process I'm into and I'm into learning way more to be to actually be able to do this properly. Um, I hope so in a couple of years, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it looks amazing. It's super fun and funky. Uh, and I feel... I mean, I definitely feel like sometimes the best way to really get into a creative process is to dive in and hope it works. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Because if not, uh, you think about it a lot. You're like, yeah. oh, maybe I can, maybe I cannot. Can I, cannot, can I not? And then imposter syndrome and so many other things fogs your mind and you end up not doing it, in my case. So yeah. this time having to 
just put my head straight into it and just not thinking too much, it ended up um, working pretty well. So I'm a, I'm never proud of what I do. And this is something I was really proud of. So yeah. Ah, that's a, that's such a good feeling. <laughs> yes. Really that's glad how I feel. There. That's how I feel weirdly about this podcast. Too. I'm like never proud of anything either. And then I'm making this and it's like, it's low tech, it's low stakes. And it feels so good because it's, yeah, when you're really choosing to do something, it makes a difference. Um, but let's let's rewind then a little bit. Uh, we uh, have had some brief chats about leaving industries or jobs or situations that are too demanding. And, and I think we've had similar experiences with creative burnout and so on. So um, if you're willing to share whatever you're willing to uh, talk about in that uh, journey, uh, I would be super interested in hearing. Yeah, of course. Um, when I started advertising, I was just at school, so I haven't been in any agencies before. I was really fascinated by all that world. It seemed incredible to me. So I was, I knew I had a lot of passion for it. So I knew I would put the work in because anytime that's how I know I'm passionate about something. It's when I can put countless hours into learning how to get better and um, actually literally not track tracking time, not tracking if I'm getting any money from it or stuff like that. That's mm. how I realized, oh, I might really be into this. So that's how I felt about advertising at first. So I would always put a lot of hours in thinking it's passion that is making me work that much. And actually I've been always surrounded with women like my mom or my grandma who would put countless hours in working to um, make their family uh, make their family better and provide and all those stuff. So I know I'm kind of a person who would always invest a lot when I'm really into something. But at some point I would say there was, yes, passion, but the de demand was non-realistic as well. Mm, so yeah. I would say I would work a lot at school. Then I, I ended up going to the main um, advertising agencies in Paris, so the big ones. So when there's a, it's a big agency, there are, there are way more expectations, obviously, because we have the biggest brands, the most money and all that. And there's a prestige about it as well that you got to be to, uh, to a, a certain standard yeah i don't know if what i'm saying makes sense yeah um, but it's a mix of all those things um the so big agencies the big clients the prestige because we're winning lions can so it, everything we have to put out needs to be at that higher how can i i'm sorry i'm i'm not sure if i'm making sense no you are <laughs> absolutely i mean it's it's um, uh it's really uh uh high standard that is expected in yeah. the daily daily work exactly all those agencies we in all those agencies we we usually work a lot everyone works a lot it wasn't just me it's literally every single person yeah and we know we it's we know the industries like that because since my first internship till the last job i got it was like that we would we have a name for it i don't know how you call it in english but in french we call it charrette which is when you spend a, you arrive here in the morning and you don't know when you're gonna leave. Basically, that's it. Hmm. All right. Um, yeah. Yeah. And we know it's gonna be through the night, and we don't know where we're gonna live. And 
it's a common thing. We have a name for it. I've been doing it since I started. So it's it became a habit of going there and never knowing when you're going to leave. And the fact of you get so close to the people because you spend so many, so much time with them. So it ends up being kind of a family. So we're doing everything together. So everything gets blurry, I would say. Yeah. You, it's a passionate, you're passionate about the job. It's high standards, cool brands. And you, it's a, it's a bit of your family kind of, and all of this mixed up, everything's blurry. All the boundaries are blurry and everyone is living the same experience as you. So you don't see that it's actually not healthy. You don't see it. Right. And you want to do good. So it's, it's all mixed up. That's, that's how I, I felt about it. It's, I, re, I started to realize it wasn't okay when my body did it instead of me. So as yeah. I was saying, it's all foggy and blurry because we're all in the same basket, doing the same thing. Not Yes, we're canceling meetings with our friends. We're canceling things with our families. We're canceling our vacation. We're not even celebrating our birthdays or whatever because yeah. we have to work. We have to be there. Oh, it's 4 a.m. It's okay. We're all together. Oh, it's 5 a.m. Oh, but we want a client. So more money, more clouds. So, you know, champagne. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow, champagne. Nice. Oh, rooftop. It's overseeing Notre Dame in Paris. So all, all these things, I would say it's like throwing sparkles into your eyes and you yeah. all, it's all sparkling around sparkling around you i'm sure yeah. i'm sorry I'm yeah sure it's right almost word. like a, a hallucination or something like yes really yeah whirlwind. so you just so lost into it and my body decided it was enough instead of me because i couldn't realize because yeah. i was all blinded with all those things and uh i started having panic attacks uh rashes stress rashes and um my heart rate my heart would like skip bits or yeah, do weird yeah. stuff uh i initially thought it was linked with a disease like i was like this is weird why am i not able to breathe all of a sudden yeah i have a lung lung cancer or, or something like that i really yeah. was thinking something crazy i went to many and many and many doctors and they were all saying you're stressed and I kept answering, this is not true. You do not do your job properly. You're not doing your job properly. I have yeah. a big disease. This never happened to me before. I've been stressed before. What do you mean I can't breathe and it's just stress? No, I don't believe it. So I wasn't believing any doctors. Yeah. <laughs> I, I never experienced this and no one around me neither. So I didn't know how this would manifest. And apparently the body can talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I didn't know. Um, so at some point it was really uncomfortable to live inside of my body because, um, and I couldn't find any medicine that could actually stop it properly. So I would have, I, I ended up finding one doctor that literally sat me down and said, this is what's happening. You, you close to a burnout, you stress. So this is how it manifests in your body and blah, blah, blah. And I guess after several people telling me, I believe this one. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
she found a good medicine that helped me uh, lower the, the rashes because the rashes were like all over my body. Yeah. Like literally every single place. And it was, I, I couldn't literally live inside of it. And uh, so it, I was taking medicine every day. And I was like, okay, I'm in a weird place right now. Yeah. Uh, that I was really, I was really not understanding what was happening. And my boyfriend's English. And he moved to Paris for to live with me. And I would leave in the morning. I wouldn't see it and see him until the next morning or yeah. during the night when I would wake up at 3 a.m. having a panic attack. So all of those things mixed together, um, the stress, the amount of work, not seeing my friends and family, kind of having to cancel everything and being with my um, boyfriend, but not really. Yeah, yeah, was, exactly. I was there, but not there emotionally or mentally. I was just my I was just sleeping next to him, and that was it. So all of this mixed together, it was a big mess. It was just a big mess, and I was sad. I was, I think I succeeded to do what the fourteen years old me wanted to do. I was in the biggest agency of Paris. I was working on the biggest client possible. And I was making the more money I ever did. Yeah. But I was I was sad inside. Um, so I was really sad. And I had the most uh, amazing boyfriend who was the most patient with me, even though I was a nightmare to live with at that time. So I had everything was perfect. I was living in Paris, most, one of the most beautiful city. Um, yeah, yeah. I was living 10 minutes away from the Eiffel Tower. Everything was... What else do you want? <laughs> um, but no, I was I was completely sad and unhappy. So one day there was one girl at work who took a, a week off because she couldn't keep going. Yeah. And I think when I saw her doing that, I was like, oh, it means I can do it too. But my week turned into four months where I couldn't step at work. So my doctor stopped me for a week. I actually went to Amsterdam to meet some friends hmm. um, for Halloween. Yeah, in 2000, yeah, last year, 2021. Um, and I went to Amsterdam. I was with my friends and I arrived completely crushed. I crushed, um, sorry, I cried the whole train to Amsterdam. I cried the whole time when I arrived there. And my friends were like, you cannot keep going. <laughs> yeah. So one, one week turned into four months. And my doctor was like, do you feel like you can actually go back? And I couldn't. I Even thinking about stepping into the building, I, I was feeling weird. Like the rashes would pop up like instantly. Yeah, like, yeah. It was horrible. So yeah, I decided that I would stop. So I sent a letter, did all the admin stuff. Yeah. And I left. I sat down with my family, friends and decided to actually write down, like you said earlier, writing down things um, on a paper, on a sheet, uh, it really helps to actually have a proper sense of where you're heading towards, uh, what you're aiming for, and that's what I did. So I would recommend to anyone who's uh, in a kind of a foggy place to write down things, Yeah, uh, because this is what helped me. So I sat down, I wrote down, what were my goals? So I was like, okay, the 14 years old girl wanted to tell stories. So how do I do this? 
I tried in advertising. The amount of the way of doing it wasn't sustainable to me because it was interesting. I learned a lot. I loved yeah. it. Uh, it, it. It was a really cool experience. Uh, advertising is fucking amazing, but it's just, it's just unrealistic expectation if you want to have a life next to it. I right. Say. Yeah. And uh, so I was. I realized my feed on Instagram, my feed on Pinterest were full with 3D stuff. Hmm. So I was like, oh, I've been interested in this for a long time. So if my feed is full of it everywhere on every social media, why not giving it a try? So I, so that's how I ended up doing this. And the more I was doing it, the more I realized, oh, wow, this is fucking amazing. All the ideas I have in my notes, because I have thousands of them written down that I couldn't do during advertising. I can actually do them in with this medium and for myself and not for anyone else. Um, so, yeah, I talked a lot. <laughs> That's yeah. uh, thank you so much for sharing. It's uh, I know it can be uh, quite uh, awful to, to talk about it, too. I don't know, uh, like myself also when I talk about physical symptoms I had and so on, I can feel them again, basically. Uh, so thank you for for sharing that. And it's I would say that's that's kind of a thing that in a way you sometimes you might have an idea about it before entering a field like advertising or design or whatever, that there's a lot of work happening. But sometimes I do wish that people had been a little more straightforward about what agency <laughs> work is like, um, because it does it does have the capacity of eating up your life. And it's just kind of, you know, it's when something is considered normal, it's really hard to stop and think this is not working. Uh, so, I mean, we have to be thankful for bodies that tell us, but it would be nice if they didn't have to always. Exactly. Because I was thinking about that too, just uh, what you were saying about going to doctors too, because uh, before, before I really had burnout one time, I also had like a few years before that, these physical manifestations of of um, stress and I went to so many doctors because I did not think that it was stress so I had this pain in my side that like shot through my leg and everything and went to doctors for a year if not a year and a half eventually got sent to the school doctor that had like horrible reviews and who no one liked and she was just like yeah you're stressed here's medicine and please start meditating and go to therapy and it just solved all those uh, physical symptoms. Um, but I just wonder why we want to fall into overwork that way. Um, I don't know if you, I, or I, I, yeah, I, I wanted to zoom in on that a little bit too, of having that kind of gratitude also to the thing you were doing that also got you sick. Is there anything you feel um, has been a, a special sort of, tool or highlights that you bring with you from maybe a difficult environment or multiple difficult environments? I would say it taught me resilience. Uh, I had already quite a bit, but it added up on my resilience. So now I think I'm able to face anything, to be honest, because yeah, so that's one thing I'm picking up is resilience that I can transfer in the rest uh, of my life now. And one thing I'm really grateful for in advertising is it taught me how to 
how to come up with ideas, how to shape them, mm. and how to make them, how to get out of the box and how to drag it and make it something way more interesting, starting with this little thing, dragging it, dragging it until it turns out into being a killer one. Um, so those are the things I'm really grateful for. So now um, when I have an idea, I know how to make it good. I know how to work on it, to shape it the way, the, in a way it can actually have an impact. So, and working in all those agencies who won many, many prizes. So I learned from the people around me, um, have work ethic as well, uh, even though it was a bit much, but yeah. Uh, I still learned work ethic from it. I'm really grateful. I'm really happy I've done it. I didn't like the way it ended, but those were six years where I actually got so much. I learned about myself. I learned about advertising. I learned about other people. I was in another country. I learned about a lot and a lot of stuff. So at the end, it was a, I would give it a 3.5 out of <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is not too bad. Uh, you know what? Let's go for three point eight. <laughs> All right. So, cool. Three point eight. Yeah. yeah. Let's go three point eight. Yeah. Um, I'd be so, I'd be super interested in uh, getting the the separate podcast or blog post or something with your idea process because that's something that I think is really uh, it really is such a skill and. Yeah. Uh, a lot of it, us, probably including myself, don't really have that skill because it's, it really, it takes a lot to, and I don't know with, with advertising or in my experience, often there isn't so much time to, to work yeah. through an idea. I think that's what, I would say 50% it was terrible, 50% mm -hmm. it was amazing because you have so, so little time to find the best idea you can. So this, your brain develops in a, in a way where you have to think quick and efficiently. The other 50% of it was what was frustrating me. I was sad every day because I had, I knew the ideas could be better, mm, but yeah. we didn't have time or space to actually do it. And we always as well, and um, um, less people that we should be. So there's, there are not enough people yeah. to do the job always. So this is as well those things that were frustrating because not enough time, not enough people. So the idea couldn't be nurtured enough. Right. So, those were two, so it's a good thing and a bad thing because your brain ends up working around it, which is fucking amazing. Sorry, freaking amazing. <laughs> and on the other side, you're frustrated all the time. So I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, I I so recognize this feeling where, yeah, it's either the time or the amount of people. Uh, usually time is definitely a constraint. And it is so fun to have that challenge of kind of like, okay, how, how fast can I sort of spin this into... Mm -hmm a really good idea but i've i've started thinking that that's a fun practice to use sometimes <laughs> and it's not so great when that's the daily necessity exactly uh if that makes sense it's like every every morning you want to um, 
you you you're gonna start a race every morning you start yeah. in a race and there's no rest because every time you're like oh my god i have to do this quick so you always in this state of mind of i have to do this quick and in an yeah. urge and uh, we used to say when when the project managers would come to us creatives we would always say ah oh, it's for yesterday right yeah because it's <laughs> always so we have to do it so fast that it's like the deadline was yesterday. All, all the time we used to joke about this because yes, there's never enough time. I don't understand. <laughs> never yeah. enough time. <laughs> I, I started demanding that people don't give me the deadline as soon as possible. I'm just like, as soon as possible means that like, be honest, if you need it today, then maybe I can work with that. But you can't, if you say as soon as possible, that might be next month. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but but now uh when you're getting into the 3d and you're sort of um reinventing what you're what you're working with how how do you set up your days you don't have to go through a whole day but how do you make sure that you're not overworked or maybe not overworked necessarily but incorrectly worked um i found something that as i said i'm writing things down and the thing that is helping me to get everything done properly is a bullet journal mm. um it got really famous online and people are doing crazy drawings on it i'm not doing that because I, I just want it to be efficient and i don't have time to draw on it i just wanted <laughs> i just want all my tasks <laughs> yeah. to be organized uh, i make it pretty though but <laughs> a little bit <laughs> I, I use it too actually um, and i don't make it pretty in any way <laughs> All right. So this is, cool. a thing, this yeah. is the thing that has saved me. So this is the first thing, bullet journaling. And the second thing, archives. Um, I will explain in a minute. Yeah. Um, the, in the bullet journal, I wrote down my goals. I broke it down into yearly goals, monthly goals, weekly goals, and daily goals. So I have everything written down. So I always know what I have to do in a day. Um, and for example, my um, I was doing CrossFit when I was in Paris, and this is uh, my favorite thing ever. And um, so, so I would say my body is something important to me. And in, when I was working so hard, I didn't have time to go to CrossFit anymore. And that was as well one of the things that led me to actually realize I didn't have to, space for myself. It was yeah. space for advertising and not myself. And so in this bullet journaling process, since I'm implementing all the goals I have overall, not just professionally, personally. So let's say I actually want to learn how to roller skate. So it's in my bullet journal and there's space for, for roller skating in it. So all of those little things are in it. So there's not only space for working. Yes, there's 3D. Yes, it's a bigger space because it's some of the, one of the bigger goals. There's mm -hmm. space for roller skating, there's space for going to the gym, there's space for all those different things. So work doesn't consume it all. Yeah. Uh, 3D doesn't consume it all. And the second thing I, I mentioned were the caves. So it's something, it's a website called caveday.org mm -hmm. where um, freelancers from around the world who are struggling to have a schedule because they're all by themselves at home they all connect on zoom every day and we just work together so mm. let's say right now we just logged on zoom that's why when i arrived i had my name where i'm from and what i'm working on next yeah. to my name i don't know if you noticed because um we so we do this we have our names 
uh, where we're from and what we're working on for, and we call it sprints. So every hour it's a sprint. Uh, it's 15 minutes kind of, because there's a method, it's a method, I forgot the name. So it's 15 minutes work and five minutes break, basically, and it's all in one hour. And we arrive, we log on, we log on, we arrive, we say hello, and we go into breakout rooms. So mm. maybe groups of three, four people. We we say where we're from, what we're working on for this, the next sprint. And um, we as well have a theme. So let's say, what's your favorite color today? Or what's the best day of your life or whatever, just to break the ice a little. Yeah. And you went, so you have a schedule. So it starts at 6.30 or 5.30 and a.m. until like, it depends where you are, obviously, in the world. Yeah, yeah. So since it's an American company, so in, in, here in Martinique, we're on the same time zone. So it's from 8.30 till 11 p.m. you have caves. So I book the caves before the night, um, before the day. Mm. So from 8.30, uh, I have a break at 12.30. I pick it back at 11, either 1.30 or 2 p.m., according to what I feel like. And then I end up around 7 and so this gives me a schedule to yeah. not end up going through the night and not over-consuming the rest of the day. And in those hours, in those sprints, are as well integrated the things I talked about. If I want to go to the gym, it will. I will put. I'm going to the gym. My camera's off. My laptop is running, and I'm going to the gym and I'm coming back. And then the mm. next sprint, I'm changing what I'm working on. So this is what worked for me: bullet journaling and caves. I highly recommend because when we're freelancers, we're by ourselves at home. If our partners aren't at home, we end up being by ourselves all day, not even opening our mouths and talking right. in front of a white wall or whatever. Luckily, you have beautiful plants behind you. <laughs> <laughs> so it helps. Um, but yeah, I have my dog with me. So it's, yeah, but usually we're alone. It's a pretty lonely thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's how I manage my days. And and it's really it has changed my life right now <laughs> it has changed yeah. my way of working and it's way more healthy it feels nice because you know when you go to work in in paris i would wake up take the subway go to work take the subway going home and sleeping yeah. and i feel like there wasn't it wasn't fun and now the days are fun because i Work isn't consuming. I'm a, I'm a human. I don't know why I'm here on the planet. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. And I'm yeah, trying to decide yeah. what I want to do with that life that I got. And going to work all day and going back home and sleeping, it feels like you have no proper purpose. I mean, right. I feel like the days of life is more enjoyable. That's what I'm trying to say. By yeah. putting all the things I like in my schedule, including work and not only work, my efforts on your terms because you're also building the things that are important to you exactly to exactly. the workday or yeah yeah exactly That's what i'm trying to say yeah super super smart i'm kind of uh curious to see one of these bullet journal spreads because i myself have kind of fallen out of the bullet journal uh place for myself but i in a way do a similar thing where i time block in my calendar on my computer because then I get a notification that's like take a 15 minute break and then I'm like okay now <laughs> I walk away I must yeah it's uh I I think it's such a cool system with bullet journaling too because you can really make your own thing yeah out of it I uh, yeah I agree it's really uh customizable that's what's amazing yeah. about it 
Yeah, I think I got overwhelmed for a while because I I was trying to put everything, like my whole entire life in there. Whereas maybe it would be better to have more of those focus, kind of like here are things I want to achieve. Because for a while I was like, I need to write down how I feel in the morning or how I, you know, and it became a lot. (laughs) It almost stressed me out more to have that. But it's so, (laughs) it is so good to have a system because it can help you even when you're by yourself can hold you accountable a little bit where yeah. Yeah. you know that you can't drift away from, from whatever I need to, I need to um, work because I'm trying to learn roller skating too. So I need to work <laughs> that into my schedule in a better way because I have not stood on them for a month, probably. Um, <laughs> me too. Well, and I'm a mess on them. <laughs> yeah, me too. Oh my God. But And it's so hard because here in Amsterdam, there aren't that many like outdoor rinks or whatever and there there are there's a lot of roller skating here which is cool but I'm going by myself to a park where there's lots of people and dogs and I'm just like I I'm a little too proud I've been I've I'm just like I don't want to go look like a baby in front of strangers (laughs) this one time a dog was very suspicious of me too it's just like I don't know about you Um, I get you. It's really, it's really difficult. And usually when I go by myself, well, so what I did actually, so even my boyfriend goes with me. So, you know, it's kind of a helping. So people are not too too judgmental. Yeah. Oh, I found a group on Facebook of girls who were learning and Mm -hmm. I ended up going with them. So we were setting up um, meetings on uh, near the Eiffel Tower and we were all going at the same time so that helped so maybe oh, look for yeah. a roller skating group with beginners looking to practice yeah. so I wasn't doing it by myself and I got tips from them but it's been a while so now I've, I have I was bad already but I forgot and I'm, I'm struggling <laughs> so yeah I would go with you but when we'll be on the same <laughs> it's the same yeah. <laughs> country one day well FaceTime another time Uh, Exactly. (laughs) So on this little podcast, I have uh, my one recurring segment that I've decided to have here is stolen from just general sort of business check-in practices. And it sounds boring, but it is very helpful. So I'm going to do the start, stop, continue exercise with you. I don't know if you've done it before. No. So basically, we we can sort of focus it on your just... 3D work or general sort of life, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, the thing called life. Uh, so uh, basically, you're going to get to tell me one thing you want to start doing, one thing you want to stop doing, and one thing you want to continue doing. And they can be super simple. It doesn't have to be these like uh, huge things, but um, okay. yeah, we'll, we'll get into it. So uh, let me know a thing you want to start doing um <laughs> wow this is pretty vague yeah it's, not, it's it's kind of vague so so does it have to be um only in in life in general is that it or is it focused on my work or let's uh let's focus on your work it's a okay. it's a work podcast so why not okay um i had started a series that could help me uh progress uh, and make my skills better what that is called uh free dinked where i would redo tattoos that of, of my friends or people i met in the street in 3d mm. so i would practice uh modeling texturing lighting and all that yeah i want to restart it 
So I don't know if I can restart, but that's what I would like to. Restart, yeah, it's that's a, great. Here, uh, this one cool might be series. fun. Ooh, yes. A little up Please send one. me a picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. That's, Ooh. I mean, it's so creative because you're taking something that is 2D. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Oh, wow. I can't wait to I, see. I, and I loved it. And I, I did only two. Yeah. And I have so many tattoos pictures in my phone. Uh, and I just want to restart doing it because I love that series. And I was Amy for once a week and I felt it kept me uncomfortable. And so, yeah, I, I need to restart that. Cool. That sounds uh, that sounds really fun. That's a fun thing to start to do. It's not like yes. I must start collecting my receipts. That oh, are, you no, know, no, like, no. <laughs> well, that would be valid, too. That's fine. It's true. Uh, so let's uh, let's explore something you want to stop doing. Uh, I think I would like to stop doubting myself. Mm. So yeah, I just doubt myself a lot in many areas, and it's time consuming for no reason, and brain brain consuming is just. It's just worthless. So I should just stop doing that. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> stop it, brain. <laughs> do you have any do you have any exercises for that that you ever try that feel like they work? Uh, that's actually a thing. Um uh, my boyfriend works with um kids who have um many disabilities, mm. maybe uh, autism, uh blindness and stuff like that. Yeah. And so, a lot of times, or ADHD, and a lot of times the kids, are, when they're in a bit of a panic mode, he finds um, ways for them to, to come back to the moment, calm down, and keep going. And he found, he found me a good exercise. Sorry, he's living. <laughs> he found me a good exercise um, that is, so it helps me when I feel like I'm a bit too much frantic and doubting myself all of a sudden I do this exercise which is five things around me that I can see four things around me that I can touch three things around me that I can um is it smell yeah it's all the senses basically yeah I think it's smell what oh no three things that I can hear two things that I can smell and one thing that um i can feel and mm. when i do this it just it takes like i don't know a minute or so yeah. but it just brings you back in the specific moment and then i can continue and it just calms me down so so yes that's what i do when i feel like i'm getting a bit too much and yeah oh i'll try this one it's that's really a... helpful yeah, it'll be, we can note it down in the show notes too, that it'll, yes. Uh, yes. The, the order, so people can try it. It sounds similar to doing almost a body scan meditation Definitely. or something, which has been hugely helpful for me. The self-doubt comes up a lot in my conversations <laughs> recently, and it was honestly a reason I even wanted to have these conversations, because I feel like, I mean, it's starting to become more okay to talk about that but I definitely feel like so many people are putting up a very strong creative front where everything is amazing and great we talk about imposter syndrome but what does that look like and how do you solve it so thank you for sharing a, a solution to that <laughs> um, and then one thing you want to continue doing um I just want to I would say 
yeah, continue to work on myself and make and continue to try to make myself happy on a daily basis. So because now that's my main goal. Before it was to win prizes and yeah. dumb stuff and being the school agencies, but now it's just no, no. <laughs> now it's just make I just don't want to continue to make stuff that make me happy. That's it. And I wanna, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I mean, what a good goal. And I think I, I kind of hope everyone will adopt that uh goal to not yeah, I don't know. It's easy to fall into just fulfilling work. You know, or not the work is not fulfilling, but you are fulfilling a role to do work for a company. And that is not what life is. Uh, Of course, work is needed and it's it's not. I mean, unless you win a lottery ticket or (laughs) had good luck with it, with uh, being born into riches, uh, it's it's hard to get away from. But then you can reshape work into something that's that's part of that kind of self yeah fulfilling yourself instead yeah obviously because we live in a capitalism world so yeah and we can't reshape it and tomorrow it's not anymore so we have to just deal with it and, and try to work around it and adapt it to our likings because some people really just like working this much and for other people and if that's good for them perfect but um I believe uh, life isn't all about working. So yeah, I got to be part of this capitalist world and I got to not make my life hell. Yeah. <laughs> don't know if it makes sense, but. Work can be good. <laughs> if yes, you, yes. like once, once you uh, <laughs> face that it's going to be part of life, then yeah, I think it's, yeah. uh, yes. it, it makes it. it yeah. But I, uh, yeah, I think. All of what you said are basically a great note to end our little recording on. So I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time. But, uh, thank you for having me. It was fun. It was a new experience. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad we got to chat. Yeah, me too. Thank you for listening to this episode. You can follow Doreen on Instagram at Doreen Veltin to follow her 3D adventures. For podcast updates, follow Anders Creative on Instagram, where I invite you to DM questions and topics you'd like to hear on the podcast next year. Do subscribe if you haven't already, and rate us as highly as you possibly can wherever you're listening. And until next time, take care.